ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار we find in the kitab of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in the sunnah of muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they mention to us an incident that took place thousands of years ago in this land or thousands of years ago in this earth around the lands of palestine and jordan allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about the story of lut alayhi salam and the people of lut alayhi salam and how they were the first in history to ever commit a crime that allah jalla wa ala despises so much and that we find not just in our religion that it is despised but every religion that allah jalla wa ala sent down from the skies you will find in their scriptures that they despise these acts and they were the acts of the people of lut alayhi salam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says ya ayyuhan nas o mankind inna khalaqnakum min dhakarin wa untha indeed we collected you from we created you from a man and from a woman but we find in the time before lut alayhi salam just before he was sent to them the people they began to change the fitrah the natural inclination to know what is right and wrong and men began to seek men instead of women and for this allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he decreed that he will send a messenger he will send a prophet he will send someone that he will choose from mankind to teach them what is right and wrong and if they do not submit to the command of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then they will face a severe punishment sent down by him subhanahu wa ta'ala allah jalla wa ala he said id qala lahum akhuhum lutun ala tattaqun when their brother lut alayhi salam he said to them do you not fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inni lakum rasulun amin indeed i am a trustworthy messenger who has been sent to you fattaqullaha wa ati'un so fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obey me wa ma as'alukum alayhi min ajr in ajriya illa ala rabbil alamin he said i'm not asking you to give me any wealth for this i'm not claiming anything from you i'm just telling you that 
I am just telling you that my, my reward will be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in another place in the Quran, Allah jalla wa'ala said, وَلُوطًا إِذْ قَالَ لِقَوْمِهِ اللوط when he said to his people, أَتَأْتُونَ الْفَاحِشَةَ مَا سَبَقَكُمْ بِهَا مِنْ أَحَدٍ مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ Are you doing something, an action, a crime, that no one before you from the creation has ever done? No one before them from the creation had ever done this crime before. They were the first in history to ever disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this manner. And in another place we find Allah jalla wa ala, he said, إِنَّكُمْ لَتَأْتُونَ الرِّجَالَ شَهْوَةً مِنْ دُونِ النِّسَاءِ بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ مُسْرِفُونَ Indeed, that you are using your desires now to approach men instead of women. Indeed, you are a people who have lost yourselves. You have wasted yourselves. And Allah jalla wa ala, he said, أَإِنَّكُمْ لَتَأْتُونَ الرِّجَالِ وَتَقْطَعُونَ السَّبِيلِ وَتَأْتُونَ فِي نَادِيكُمُ الْمُنْكَرِ Are you from those now who are approaching men? And now you have cut off the path of traveling, meaning people are so scared to travel. Because if they travel, they think that you will find them. وَتَأْتُونَ فِي نَادِيكُمُ الْمُنْكَرِ And even in your places of gathering, you promote this. In your places of gathering, you are practicing this. Showing clearly that this is something that Allah Jalla wa ala hates. And this is something that angers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how did they respond to Lut alayhi salam? They said, فَمَا كَانَ جَوَابَ قَوْمِهِ إِلَّا أَنْ قَالُوا أَخْرِجُوا آلَ لُوْتٍ مِّنْ قَرْيَتِكُمْ إِنَّهُمْ أُنَاسٌ يَتَطَهَّرُونَ What was their response? They said, and what Allah jalla wa ala said, and their response was nothing except that they said, expel Lut from your town. Expel Lut from your town. Indeed, they are people who want to be chased. They want to be pure. They do not want to do these filthy acts that we are doing. So they are saying remove them because they want to be pure. They do not want any of the diseases and the problems that come from this crime. They are a pure people. So expel them from the land. And in another place Allah Jalla wa Ala, He said, فَمَا كَانَ جَوَابَ قَوْمِهِ إِلَّا أَنْ قَالُوا اُتِنَا بِعَذَابِ اللَّهِ إِنْ كُنْتَ مِنَ الصَّادِقِينَ And what was their response except that they said, bring us the punishment of Allah if indeed you are truthful. And the Mufassirun, they said that they were saying to Lut We have been practicing this crime for many years now. We have been practicing this act for many years now. And we have not been punished. So if you are truthful, that you are messenger sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then bring us the punishment of Allah. Bring us the punishment of Allah. We are not scared. We are not afraid. You are claiming you are a messenger of Allah. So bring us the punishment of Allah if you are truthful. Then Allah Jalla wa Ala in another place in the Quran He said, وَلَمَّا جَاءَتْ رُسُلُنَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ بِالْبُشْرَى قَالُوا إِنَّا مُهْلِكُوا أَهْلِ أَهْلِ إِنَّا مُهْلِكُوا أَهْلِ هَذِهِ الْقَرْيَةِ إِنَّ أَهْلَهَا كَانُوا ظَالِمِينَ And then when our angels they came down to Ibrahim alayhi salam because Lut alayhi salam was living in the same time as Ibrahim alayhi salam when our angels they came down to Ibrahim alayhi salam to give him the glad news the glad tidings the good news what was what was this news and this glad tidings they said to him they said to him alayhi salam indeed we have come to destroy this town we have become to destroy this town because they are an oppressive people they are a wrongdoing people because ibrahim alayhi salam was shocked he said qala inna fiha luta but Lut is in this town you are going to come to destroy this town but Lut alayhi salam is in this town so the angels they said qalu nahnu a'lamu biman fiha we know more, we know better than you who is in this land. We will save him and his family, except for his wife. She will be left behind. 
Because she used to be those who used to tell the men where the other men were hiding. And she used to tell the men which other men were coming to the land. So the angels, they said to Ibrahim salam, We will save Lord and we will save his family except for his wife. She will be left behind. And we find Allah Jalla wa'ala said, وَلَمَّا جَاءَتْ رُسُلُنَا لُوطًا سِيءَ بِهِمْ وَدَاقَ بِهِمْ ذَرْعًا وَقَالَ هَذَا يَوْمٌ عَصِيمٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he then sent angels to Lut alayhi salam. But they came in the form of men. So when Lut alayhi salam, he saw these men coming to his house, he felt upset. He felt it difficult on him. Why? Because he knew that if the town, the people of the town were to find out that these men have come to his house, they would now come to these men as well. So Lut when he saw that these men had come to his house, he found it very hard to take within himself. And he said, this is a trial. This is a day that will be a severe trial upon all of us to show the reality of the people of their society that they would not let anyone go. And that's why Allah Jalla wa'ala said Lut alayhi salam to them. And we find Allah Jalla wa'ala said, وَجَاءَهُ قَوْمُهُ يُهْرَعُونَ إِلَيْهِ وَمِنْ قَبْلُ كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ السَّيِّئَاتِ when the people of the town, they found that these men now had come to the house of Lut alayhi salam. They rushed to the house of Lut alayhi salam. They rushed to the house of Lut, Lut, Lut alayhi salam because they wanted to ensure that if they are going to fall into this haram, they want everyone in the town to fall into this haram. If they now believe that this is something that they have done, even if they know it is wrong, but that they have fallen into it, they want to make sure everyone in the town has fallen into it. So they rushed to the house of Lut alayhi salam. And when they saw Lut alayhi salam there, they said to him, أَوَلَمْ نَنْهَكَ عَنِ الْعَالَمِينَ Did we not pro- prohibit you from bringing any men to your house? Meaning hiding them from us? Did we not prohibit you from hiding any men from us? Meaning if you know that there are people over here that we desire, you will tell us about them. And Lut alayhi salam, he said to them, أَتَأْتُونَ الدُّكْرَانَ مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ وَتَذَرُونَ مَا خَلَقَ لَكُمْ رَبُّكُمْ مِنْ أَزْوَاجِكُمْ بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ عَادٌ how can you approach? Are you approaching men that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created? And you are leaving that which Allah jalla wa ala has created for you from the wives that you can take. Surely, you are a transgressive people. You are an oppressive people. And in another verse, Allah jalla wa ala said, قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ هَؤُلَاءِ بَنَاتِي هُنَّ أَطْهَرُ لَكُمْ فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَلَا تُخْزُونِ فِي ضَيْفِي أَلَيْسَ مِنْكُمْ رَجُلٌ رَشِيدٌ Lut alayhi salam, he said, look, these are my daughters, meaning these are the pure women of the land. They are pure for you to marry. Do not embarrass me in front of my, my, my guests. These guests that have come from the malaika, that Lut alayhi salam thinks that they are just men. Do not embarrass me in front of my guests. Rashid. Is there not a single sound-minded person amongst you? Meaning this is what has happened to their aqal, to their intellect, to their mind. Lut is saying, look how many women Allah Jalla wa'ala has created. These are the daughters of our land. Allah has made them lawful for you to marry. But you have come to me now in my house. And you are embarrassing me in front of my guests. Is there not a single sane person amongst you who has intellect, who has understanding? <laughs> then Lut salam, he knew that he would not be able to overcome his people. So he said, قَالَ رَبِّ انصُرْنِي O Allah, Give me victory and help me over a people who are corrupt, over a people who are causing corruption in this land. And we find Allah Jalla wa'ala said, Ya Lutu inna rusulu rabbika lay yasilu ilayk. That Allah, the malaika, they said to Lut alayhi salam, Oh Lut, we are the messengers of your Lord and they will not be able to harm you. We are the messengers of your Lord 
and they will not be able to harm you. And then Allah Jalla wa Ala, He said, وَلَقَدْ رَاوَدُوهُ عَنْ ضَيْفِهِ فَطَمَتْنَا أَعْيُنُهُمْ أَعْيُنَهُمْ فَذُوقُوا عَذَابِي وَنُذُرُ That when they now came to try and put their hands on the guests of Lut alayhi salam and they tried to do fahisha, evil sins with the guests of Lut alayhi salam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He said, we wiped away their eyesight we made them blind Allah Jalla wa Ala took their eyesight away, He made them blind and He said, فَذُوقُوا عَذَابِي وَنُذُرُ and taste my punishment and Allah Jalla wa Ala said, إِنَّ مَوْعِدَهُمُ الصُّبْحُ أَلَيْسَ الصُّبْحُ بِقَرِيبٍ Allah said, and now our meeting point with them, our appointed time with them will be in the morning. And indeed, the morning time is close. Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has wiped away their eyesight. And then Allah jalla wa ala said, and when the morning time comes, they will be destroyed. That is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَلَمَّا جَاءَ أَمْرُنَا And when the time of our command it came, جَعَلْنَا عَالِيَهَا سَافِرَهَا وَأَمْطَرْنَا عَلَيْهَا حِجَارَةً مِّنْ سِجِّيلٍ مَّنْضُودٍ مُسَوَّمَةً عِنْدَ رَبِّكَ وَمَا هِيَ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ بِبَعِيدٍ And when the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came, He made the bottom part of it, or He made the highest part of the town its lowest part. Meaning Allah jalla wa ala destroyed them completely. In some Mufassirun they mentioned that Jibreel alayhi salam, he took his wing and he flipped the entire land. So the land turned into the highest part of the land, became the bottom part of the land. وَأَمْتَرْنَا عَلَيْهَا حِجَارَةً مِّنْ سِجِّيلٍ مَّنْضُورٍ And Allah jalla wa ala, he let the rain pour, but it was pouring with stones and rocks of clay. مُسَوَّمَةً عِنْدَ رَبِّكَ And they had names written on them. Every stone had a name written on it to say which person it will hit and destroy. And this is how Allah Jalla wa Ala destroyed the people of Lut alayhi salam. And he said subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَكَذَلِكَ أَخْذُ رَبِّكَ إِذَا أَخَذَ الْقُرَى وَهِيَ ظَالِمًا إِنَّ أَخْذَهُ أَلِيمٌ شَدِيدٌ And this is how Allah Jalla wa Ala destroys an oppressive nation. This is how Allah Jalla wa Ala destroys an oppressive nation. And indeed Allah Jalla wa Ala grasping and taking a nation, this is something which is severe. وَإِنَّكُمْ لَتَمُرُّونَ عَلَيْهَا مُصْبِحِينَ وَبِاللَّيْلِ أَفَلَا تَعْقِلُونَ And Allah Jalla wa Ala said, you will walk in this land in the day, and you will walk in this land in the night. Do not reflect over this. And we find even some of the scientists today, they said, we have discovered lands that are in that area that have been destroyed like ashes. That there were, so, there were millions of bodies that we find have been buried in this land. This land can be seen today. And Allah Jalla wa Ala said, you will walk in it in the day and the night. But do you not understand? Do you not comprehend? Do you not think and reflect of what Allah Jalla wa Ala has done to the nation that Lut alayhi salam was sent to? This subhanallah, brothers and sisters in Islam, is the kitab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Jalla wa Ala spoke about Lut alayhi salam and his people. And how Allah Jalla wa Ala, he spoke about what the crimes of the people of Lut alayhi salam were. And what Lut alayhi salam said to them and the dialogue that we have heard between them and how they knew what they were upon was something which was not pure. But even though they knew this, they said, go away from us. Because you are from the poor, pure. You are from those who want to keep clean. You are from those who do not want to go against your fitrah, your natural inclination of goodness. You want to stay to the, and stick to the text, the scriptures. And we find this is something which is constant in all of the religions that Allah Jalla wa Ala has revealed. Look at the Jews today and their beliefs. Do they believe that this act is permissible? From their scriptures? No, they do not. Look at the Christians and their beliefs. Do they believe it is permissible? No. 
And in fact, when you look at the history of this country, you find that the closer they were to their scriptures, the more they would look down at these types of people. In fact, they had laws to criminalize these people. They had laws to punish these people. But the further they have gone away from their scriptures, and the further they have gone away from the fitrah, the natural inclination to goodness that Allah Jalla wa'ala has placed in every individual, the more not have they just legalized this practice, but they look down upon anyone who despises it. They look down upon anyone who turns away from it, who doesn't agree with it, who doesn't promote it, who doesn't call to it. And this is what we as Muslims have to understand. Our Quran is extremely clear on this ruling. Can anyone read these verses in the Quran and say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not prohibited it? Anyone who says this knows that he is just lying to himself. And that's why the ulama of Islam they have mentioned. If a person was to practice this act in an Islam, if he was to practice this, then he has committed one of the most major sins in an Islam. Just like fornication and adultery. It's a major sin in an Islam. That someone has committed this act. He has now committed one of the most major sins in an Islam. However, if someone legalizes this act, and he says Islam does not say it is haram, or Islam says it is permissible, there is nothing wrong in our religion with this, or he advocates this, and he supports the movement to promote this, so he will stand there with these rainbow flags now, or he will wear a badge with a rainbow sign on it, or he will wear a hat like this, or a garment, and he will promote this in any way, shape, or form, then he has left the fold of Al-Islam. Because not only is he legalizing it, he is trying to legalize it in the society, he is trying to promote it in the society, and there is a difference between a person falling into sin and acknowledging it is haram, and a person supporting it and legalizing it in society. It's like a person now, who falls into zina, fornication and adultery. He knows what he is doing haram. So he is sinful in front of Allah Jalla wa'ala. But someone calling now, say there is nothing wrong with this in Islam. We should support this. We should support a person committing zina and fornication and adultery. Now he is legalizing this act and supporting the movement to legalize it. Therefore he leaves the fall of Islam. And this is very important we distinguish between the two. So if a person falls into this act knowing it is haram, he has fallen into a major sin and he deserves the punishment of Allah Jalla wa'ala. But he's still within the fold of Islam. But the moment you begin to support this movement, support their cause, then you leave the fold of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa nisa'il muslimin wa astaghfiru innahu huwa al-baqur al-rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Al-Salaat wa salamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Amma ba'd Brothers and sisters in Islam We have found, subhanallah Amazing events taking place around the world Which clearly define to us And not just inform us but they continuously remind us and affirm our text what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned to us about our religion that indeed the only way with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-Islam inna al-deena inda Allah al-Islam and he said وَلَن تَرْضَى عَنْكَ الْيَهُودُ وَلَنَّ صَارَى حَتَّى تَتَّبِعَ مِلَّتَهُمْ 
that the Jews and the Christians, they will never be pleased with you until you follow their religion. We find with the events of the World Cup that are taking place in Qatar. And aside from the rulings pertaining to this, and some of the things that differ with the Sharia with regards to having the World Cup there, this is not the point of discussion today. So for me to speak about it from this doesn't mean I'm saying everything in the World Cup is halal, no. But I'm saying the events that are taking place there, and the whole world has seen the reaction of the West. When it comes to a Muslim nation, saying that this is not from our religion, this is not from our values, this is not from the law of our country, this is not from our practices, this is not from our culture, so respect us if you are coming to our land. And how do we find the West reacting to this? They are not standing now for the rights of people who are being killed by the Chinese, by our brothers and sisters in Islam, the Uyghurs who have been killed or who have been tortured. They are not standing for the millions of Iraqis and the Palestinians and the Syrians who have been killed and displaced. But what are they standing for? An act that their own scriptures is telling them is haram. An act that they know is a cause for many diseases in society. An act that they know is something that Allah Jalla wa'ala detests and He hates. But the fact that the Muslims they are the ones who are prohibiting this in their land. It now becomes the greatest discussion in the world today. How can they not allow a person to go into a stadium with these colors on? How can they not allow a footballer to wear something on his arm that indicates that we are supporting this cause? And this has become the greatest talking point now. And everything now is a talking point because it's in Qatar. If it was in Russia or if it was in America or if it was in any other country, they would not speak about this. But the fact they know this is one of the values of the believers, it now becomes a point of discussion. And something that they have to, have to stand up to. And if we look at Qatar, we look at so many things that we find within the World Cup that goes against the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even though they have compromised many parts of their religion, but they have allowed alcohol in certain places, free mixing is widespread. Music is heard in different places, even in the opening ceremony when they claim to recite verses of the Qur'an. Music was being played in the back and they misinterpreted the verses. And so they have compromised parts of their religion. But are the West happy with them? Are the disbelievers happy with them? The Jews and the Christians will not be happy with you until you follow their religion. So do not think by decreasing and watering down our Islamic values we will be accepted in society. This is not the way to be accepted in society. And this is not the way to attain glory and victory on this earth by compromising our faith. But what we have to do is understand where the red line is. Draw the red line. Understand what is Islam and what is disbelief. What is halal and what is haram. What is iman and what is kufr. And then we stick to our values, we stick to our principles, and we do not allow them to shake. Then we will find Allah Jalla wa'ala will honor us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us victory. And Allah Jalla wa'ala, if He doesn't give us victory on this earth, then we know that He will give us victory in the hereafter, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this is the meaning of holding on to our values and our principles. You can remove 99% of your values and principles and agree with the disbelievers in what they believe. The fact that you will have 1% left with me, they will still have something to criticize you about. 
Because they know you are still trying to hold on to something from your religion. So our values are Islam. Our principles are Islam. Our legislation is an Islam. Everything we believe and love is to do with an Islam. And if Allah Jalla wa'ala has legislated something, we hold on to it. As the Prophet said, hold on to it with your mawla teeth. The kitab and the sunnah. With your mawla teeth, you are holding on to it tight. You are biting it. You are grasping onto it. So no one can take it away from you. No one can water it down. No one can change it. And then we will find glory in this world and in the hereafter. As the famous statement of Umar radiallahu anh, We are a nation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has raised, has given honor and might to because of Al-Islam. The moment we leave our Islam, the moment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove this glory from us. And we find from the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whoever seeks the pleasure of the people over the expense of the pleasure of Allah, Allah will be angry with him and the people will be angry with him. But whoever seeks the pleasure of Allah over the pleasure of the people, Allah will be pleased with him and the people will then be pleased with him. We stick to the kitab of Allah and the sunnah of Muhammad and this is how we find salvation in this life and in the hereafter. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us understanding of this religion. Amen. To allow us to be halal as halal and haram as haram. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to adorn us with the beautiful practices and teachings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And to remove all of the things that shaitan loves away from us. I ask Allah jalla wa ala to protect us and our children and our families from the evils of society. And to give us the goodness of this life and the goodness of the hereafter. And to save us from the punishments of the fire of Jahannam. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إصرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا انصرنا على القوم الكافرين ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك وثبت قلوبنا على طاعتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام وانصر المسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا قوي يا عزيز يا مسيح اللهم انصر إخواننا المسلمين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم كن لهم ظاهرا ومعينا اللهم كن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وظهيرا يا رب العالمين اللهم عليك بالكفر والكافرين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين أقم الصلاة Thank <laughs> you.